Welcome to Degrassi Talks, episode 17. Today we're talking about the summer season, including the shocking or perhaps not so shocking finale, depends on how spoiled you were. We'll also be going through some of our favorite storylines from this season and discuss how we feel about saying goodbye to the senior class. So first of all, how have you guys been lately? I've been doing good. Um, It's been a long time since we last reported, so... um you know, just same old stuff for me, working, um, what's been kind of picking up lately, so it's nice. But, um, other than that, everything's good. Uh, yeah, I guess I've been busy the past couple of weeks because I, um, went to school or I moved into school last Sunday. Um, so I've just kind of been trying to, you know, like, get everything ready for that, but now that I'm, like, settled in, I'm fine now, um, but I came home for the weekend, so I'm at home right now. <laughs> That's awesome. When do you start classes, yeah. Ashley? Uh, Tuesday. Oh, good. So, Are you yeah. looking yeah. forward to it? Yeah, I am. We went to, like, the academic orientation, and it seems like it's going to be a really good program, and I have a really small program, too, so I think it's going to be good. Did you have to do any Frosh Week stuff? Uh, we have, like, my college has, like, two weeks of Frosh Week, so from, so from last week to, uh, like, I guess this Sunday was, like, orientation week, which was more, like, they, they still had, like, parties and stuff, but it was, there was more events that were, like, geared to meeting people, and then next week is, like, Frosh Week, where there's parties every single week. But, like, my campus is small, so they have, like, buses going to the other campus every week. And, like, I don't know. We'll see. And uh, we have, like, a whole bunch of, like, I think we have two concerts or something like that. And I can't remember who's performing, but I think, like, Dev and the Cataracts or One Night. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so it's not Luke <laughs> Billick, then? He's not coming to rap Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, no, no. that's unfortunate. No. <laughs> they, they get somebody a little bit more seasoned. Talented? Talented? A little yeah. bit more good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Trying to be nice. <laughs> Anyways, Aaron, what have you been up to? Well, I've just been really busy lately. Um, my contract at work got extended to the end of October, so I was actually supposed to finish work yesterday, but now I'm working there until the end of October at least, and or an, until they... Um, you know, decide to extend my contract again, which is possible. So that's pretty exciting. Um, right. I'm planning on going on a trip to Central America next year, which I'm really excited about as well. Because now that I have money, Ooh. I can actually like, do things like go on trips and stuff. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And um, in terms of DegrassiFans.com, I actually have a new contributor for the website. So I'm really happy. Uh, Her name is Chrissy, and she has worked on, like, a couple of other Degrassi websites before. She did the um, DTNG.com website. She worked on the Tales of Degrassi forum from back in the day, and um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm really happy to have her, and she's already been posting this week, and it's been really helpful for me, especially with finale week. There were so many interviews to get through and all that, so Mm -hmm. I'm very appreciative to have her, and um, yeah, it's, maybe you'll hear her on Degrassi Talks one day, too, because I know that I've been talking to her about that. So we'll have to see. Nice. Welcome aboard, Christy, if she's listening. Yeah, I'm sure she <laughs> is. <laughs> she better be. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so um, this week, we, I mean, we really have to talk about Season 11 since we haven't been able to talk about it very much. Um, the finale, obviously, was crazy, and it's all anybody is discussing online, so, I mean, we should just go right into the finale, I think. There's not too much in terms of news and, and stuff. Um, Degrassi doesn't return again until October. So let's just get right into the episode. Um the finale obviously focused on the Drew storyline coming to a head, as well as the uh, Sav and Miss O relationship and Claire's uh, parents. So, first of all, initial impressions. What was your, your reaction to the finale? Um, truthfully, the reaction to the finale is that, you know, they, every season I feel like now they, they hype up someone that someone's going to die. And, um, and every year nobody dies. And and again, happened again this time. But, you know, then gone. That was the title of this, the, the two finale episodes. And you know, obviously nobody really um, died. I mean, not to say I want to see anybody die, because um, you know the characters are, especially this season, have definitely grown on me. Um, but um, you know, that was like initially looked like, oh, okay, nobody dies oh, again. That was my initial reaction. What about you, Ashley? Uh, yeah, I definitely feel the same way as you, Bianca. I felt like it was too anticlimactic. Like, every, it, it was so leaded up to that, you know, the certain shooting event, because we knew that there was going to be shooting from um, the promos. And then you see the shooting, and it's like, okay, where are the teachers? Like, it just seemed to be going, like, so slow after the shooting happened. Like, I thought more things would happen after the shooting, but it was just kind of like, oh, shooting happened. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I it just it didn't seem like that important as to what it was meant to be. Yeah, well that's the problem, right? Like there've been so many like shooting and gun storylines lately that it just like you don't even react anymore. Like I just expect it. You know, I mean, you think back to like the school shooting in season 4, that episode was crazy and people like, you know, I remember cuz I was in high school at the time the next morning at school was all anybody was talking about was Degrassi. And now it's just, like, they do, like, a shooting every season. Like, in season 8, there was that, like, robbery thing. And then uh, season 9 with, um, like, Casey's coach had a gun or whatever. And, you know, to, like, the more they do it, the less dramatic it becomes. And, um, and like you said, especially since we all know that Adam's going to be fine and nothing really came of it. So, I was also a little bit disappointed in that. What did you guys think about, um, like, what happened with Bianca and how she uh, ended up going to the police? Um, you know, um, strangely enough, and I never thought I'd actually come to say it, I actually am starting to really like Bianca. Um, before I really, I think, I've said in previous podcasts that, like, I can do without her. <laughs> I can do her without her and Drew, but um, now that all this has happened, they, you know, they have some actual complexity in their relationship. And I would, and obviously, I actually prefer them over Drew and Katie. But, um, you know, just to backtrack, um, I did, I was kind of confused because I didn't know why um, Yama just didn't go to the police in the first place. Um, I mean, it had to, I don't know why it had to escalate that that much 
Um, I guess because he actually did something bad, like actually like, shot somebody, and that, he could, that she could, you know, report something back to the police. But I mean, I don't know why she just didn't do it in the first place. Yeah, I don't really like Bianca yet. I guess I don't know. She's she's warming up a little bit to me, but I don't really like her that much. So when there was that whole scene where she's like standing in front of Vince's like hideout, I'm just like, oh, I just want this scene to end because. I really have, like, no interest in her character, but, I mean, she has become more tolerable, I guess, than other episodes. <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe I might like her next half. We'll see. Yeah, I would have preferred if the storyline focused more on Bianca instead of it being all about Drew. Because so much happened to Bianca. I mean, the whole, uh, like, her relationship with Vince and, I mean, the whole attempted rape thing to begin with. And then I feel like throughout most of season 11, all the focus has been on Drew and Bianca had, like, a subplot here and there. But um, I think that it would have been more interesting to see things from her perspective. And I'm not, like, the biggest Bianca fan in the world either, but I like her more than I like Drew. I am not a Drew fan at all. So, um... (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I just kind of... I wish she got more screen time. I think that Alicia did, uh, did a good job in the finale, too. So, Yeah, definitely. I think they need yeah, she really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what did you guys think about um, like Drew's perspective in all this and um, his whole ultimate fighting thing and how he, how he reacted to the whole situation? Did you think it was relatable or did you like it at all? Um, you know, Drew, you know, I definitely agree with you guys, but Drew, I wish Drew wasn't the focal point. Um, and like, and like, it's, it's definitely relatable to people. I would assume that like, you know, if you get beat up, like, the thing that you want to learn is how to defend yourself. So I, I definitely agree, you know, in that aspect. But, um, you know, just, I was just like, the whole fighting thing and like during prom, um, I'm just wondering, I'm just like, one, where were the chaperones? Because, like, a fight broke out before the, before Vince even looked out his gun. Um, I mean, you would think, you know, Drew, like, full-on took off his jacket and, like, was, like, getting prepared <laughs> to fight him. And, like, nobody, nobody even around him remotely tried to stop him. Um, so I don't know if that's, if that's re- relatable in that sense, where, like, I figured it would have stopped at some point before the gun came out. But, um... um I mean, I guess they had to have it done somehow, right? Just right the dance floor prom. prom. Oh, exactly. Like, <laughs> at my prom, there were police there. Like, yeah. just because, yeah, you know, I mean, you have, like, a bunch of kids who think it's the best night of their life. Like, we had police right. standing around, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that part was so weird. <laughs> yeah, I think Drew was kind of just, like, involved when he didn't really have to be. Like, he was involved in that storyline, but I don't think he needed to be that involved. I think Bianca kind of needed to maybe sort it out herself, and I think Drew took right. it too far with, like, going to go have tea or coffee with Vince <laughs> at that cafe. <laughs> no, no, wait, the best was when, when Drew gets, like, a coffee and then gets up and walks out, and, like, I'm like, is he going to pay for that? Or he's going to make Vince pay for his coffee that he just ordered? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. The things that pop into my mind during the grass episode. Oh, yeah, you can pick at things like that all the time. Um, <laughs> you, I mean, like I said, I'm not a Drew fan, but like p- 
part of me felt like there was just too much of Drew being this, like, fighting, shirtless, tough guy. And <laughs> as someone, like, I'm 22 years old, I felt kind of, like, gross watching that. <laughs> I was like, I should not be watching this. This kid is, like, 16 years old. <laughs> like, yeah, so I wasn't really... Um, a fan of that. It was it was like really fan servicey. I found a lot of the time yeah. this season, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so that wasn't uh, you know my favorite part of the storyline for sure. Um, yeah, I definitely think that like it's their um, you know like you said it's fan servicey, but I think just like from the beginning of of when Drew came around, he's not exactly a liked character. So I think they gave him like this main storyline this season to kind of to kind of like, to boost his likability, I guess. Um, because I mean, I think the general consensus would be that was that like even though he's hot, like he's not like he's not a favorite, and they're trying to boost him up to be to be people's favorites now. Which it didn't really exactly work for, for us, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Well, the thing is, is that like. Um, this season, I haven't I haven't had like a huge problem with the Drew storyline. Like I thought it was okay, but then the fact that it like resulted with Adam getting shot. Like I really love Adam, so <laughs> now I sort yeah. of have more of a problem with it because like if it was just Drew, I wouldn't care because I don't care what he does kind of thing. But now that it <laughs> kind of like involves a character that I do care about to the point that they were shot. Like, that kind of bothers me, and I'm just like, stay away from Adam. <laughs> Right. You know, you can have a bad storyline, I don't care, but Adam needs good storylines, not, like, random shootings and stuff. I know. Yeah. That was actually really surprising, too. Like, you know, I mean, he shot, like, multiple times, and, you know, he... And it, it, it only got Adam, and, like, when I saw Adam on the ground, like, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't read any spoilers or anything. So, um, you know, you know, it, like, you know, if you obviously if you weren't well, I feel like that it affects you more. It's that that you know Adam is you know a pretty generally liked character. So I was like, no. <laughs> I was spoiled, so I knew that it was going to be yeah, Adam. But I was hoping that I was wrong, and then when I wasn't wrong, I was just like annoyed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, sorry, Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so the other storylines in the finale were the um, Sav and Miss O storyline. Some people have really loved this storyline, and, uh, and others not so much, so I'm curious to get uh, your guys' thoughts on it. I know that we all really love Sav on this podcast. Um, what did you <laughs> think of him and Miss O? <laughs> um, you know, I, it's, I'm kind of like torn in the middle about this, because like I think the Sav and Miss O storyline is... is was just like face for face value was pretty good, um, you know they you know they they touched on the on the teacher student relationship thing but never with you know uh, a boy student and a female teacher so I thought that was pretty good you know I thought I think on Twitter I just laughed that you know Sav was pulling Casey Ritters from the Dawson Street and I loved it, um, but um, in terms of wrapping up his characters and for the last time. I wish she would have wrapped up something else as opposed to starting something new with Miss O. Um, because, you know, 
like you said, you know, we're huge, huge sad fans, and I wish. I mean, I guess they kind of, they kind of did. Like, remember um, when they were in the hospital, and he's sitting with Holly J and Anya, and they kind of mentioned that, like, you know, you know, I can't believe he kind of dated you at some point. And I guess they kind of wrapped up that. But I don't know. I just wish there was something else. I thought the end was really good um, with him and Michelle, the very, very last part. But, um, you know, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. If I, if I don't know if I like it or dislike it yet. Yeah, it was kind of a shitty way to end his journey on Degrassi, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I liked... Sav and Miss O together, but I feel like it should have been mentioned earlier in the season, so it could have been developed a little bit more longer, so when he left, it wasn't kind of like, oh, I've been kind of crushing on you and, like, dating you for a couple of weeks, and now I have to leave to go to school, and you have to go, I can't remember where she's going, to some educational thing, (laughs) and it just, I don't know. It was just, it was just weird, because it seemed like it happened so fast, like, maybe it was meant to be Ha- like, it, maybe it was supposed to happen across a couple of months, and it was really, like, maybe I thought it was only, like, a couple weeks, but I thought it was kind of a crappy way to end his storyline. Well, what I thought was weird about it was the fact that, um, like you mentioned, Bianca, it was, like, a male student and a female teacher, whereas usually these storylines are, like, a male teacher and a female student. And... It was strange to me because, like, it seemed like Degrassi really, really wanted us to want Sav and Miss O to get together. Like, they didn't seem to think that it was weird or that it was inappropriate or anything like that. I mean, they definitely, um, like, touched on that because Miss O, like, wasn't completely comfortable with it. But I just, I wonder if it was a female student and a male teacher, would they they be so, like, quick to encourage it and be like, ooh, look at this interesting relationship kind of kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Also, this coming from somebody who is 22 years old, like, Sav says that Miss O is 23, so she's, like, the same age as me, and I can't picture myself dating a high school guy. Like, <laughs> again, that's just weird. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, um, like that part, but I loved the, the last scene, like, like you mentioned, Bianca, with um, Sav walking away from the school with Ali. I thought it was just, it was a really great kind of final moment when you're, you know, leaving your school for the last time. And I definitely remember having that moment, too, when I left high school. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, just, to, you know, just to backtrack on the, um, on the whole, you know, woman teacher liking a male student. I mean, I definitely thought that was creepy because... I mean, um, I mean, I guess, you know, Sav can be viewed as somewhat mature for his age, but um, I'm just trying to relate to someone like me, you know, if I, you know I'm 24, if I decided to be a senior in high school, like, what that would be like, and I'm like, that's just gross. That's like, that's like me feeling gross about looking at Luke Phillips with his shirt off, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, definitely feel, felt the weirdness there, but I mean, it, you know, in you know, just to, to look on the other side, you know, they do portray Sav as somewhat um, wise for his age. So, and Miss O was only, what, 23? He said she was 23, yeah. right? So, I mean, you know, it, 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 it has its pros and cons, I guess. Well, and Ray is, like, the same age as us. So, I mean, I think yeah. that he kind of exudes that confidence and 
has that maturity in him that comes across on screen. So, I mean, they had good chemistry. But they did, yeah. no, for sure. <laughs> and uh, lastly, so the the Claire storyline, um, she finds out that her mom and Jake's dad are getting married, and she's not too happy about it. Um, what did you guys think about this storyline? Um, I think we knew this was coming, um, you know, just when they brought in Jake and the fact that, you know, his dad and her mom were dating. I mean, we knew this was going to probably come out. So it really wasn't surprising, I don't think, to, to any of us. But um, I'm just surprised at, you know, Claire's reaction and, um, and how I, I thought she was being extremely selfish because, you know, coming from somebody, you know, who has gone through something like this, um, not exactly, but something like this, you know, you, you want your parents to be happy. You know, if they're unhappy, you know, it's not, you know, it's not conducive to, like, a healthy household. So, you know, if this would come about so that, so that you know, two parties can be happy, then why, why fight it? Um, that's my thought. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Bianca. Uh, I don't know really how they're going to move on, I guess, from the storyline, because I kind of do want Jake and Claire to be together, but I don't know if, like, Degrassi would really want that to happen, because I knew I know it kind of happened with, like, Gossip Girl, and it kind of worked, but then it didn't, so, like, I really don't know if, in the long run, having uh, Jake and Claire's parents together and Jake and Claire together would actually work. I want to see it happen, but I just, I don't think it's going to happen. I just, I think it won't work. It's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, do you guys think that they would ever get back together? Or is this the end of Cake? Officially. Uh, I think they might. Um, you know, Ashley brought up a great point that, that they did bring it up in Gossip Girl, and like, you're right, it worked for a little bit, and then it just got really weird. Um, I, I I don't think that this would get weird if they did date, even though their parents are married. Um, but, I mean, I can I can see it. I can see it definitely being an issue, like, um, somewhere down the road. Mm-hmm. I think Claire would have, like, an issue with it, too, because she seems not so much traditional, but, like, I think she would definitely have a problem with it. So, I, like, and Jake, I don't know. Jake, I don't think he would really care, but I think Claire would probably have an issue. Well, and Jake hasn't really done much other than be Claire's boyfriend. Like, he doesn't really have very many scenes with other characters or anything. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see what they do with his character now that he's not so directly tied to Claire. You know, will he be brought in with other characters, which it seems like from that Halloween promo. But, um... <laughs> I really loved what uh, Sam Earl tweeted when he was like, if I were Vince, I would have brought a disintegrator and terminated Jake and Eli so Claire could have her own bloody storyline for once. I just thought that was hilarious because it's so true. Oh <laughs> <And> <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, he, he tweeted it. I think, yeah, it must have been like the night of the finale. And um, yeah, I, I completely agree. Claire's storylines are so caught up in Jake and Eli right now that, you know, hopefully she can be free of that and do her own thing for a little while. Definitely. I actually, um, 
I know you guys aren't huge Eclair fans, but I I did like it this finale where they're bringing they're bringing Adam to the hospital and they kind of like talked for a little bit. I thought that was a nice touchback on on Eclair for all the for all those diehard fans still out there. Oh, for sure, and um, I mean especially since Adam was in the hospital. I mean, in season ten, Eli, Claire, and Adam were like the three amigos, right? You know, they were this mm-hmm. this unit, mm-hmm. and so it was nice that you know Adam getting injured kind of brought them back together, and they have a kind of weird friendship now, which is neat to watch, I think. So we should probably also talk about the uh, graduation episodes, uh, take a bow, part one and part two, and saying goodbye to. You know many of the characters: Riley, Zane, Anya, Holly, J. Um, did you guys think that they got a good send-off? Are you sad to see them go? What are your thoughts on this? You know what? For once, I actually think Degrassi wrapped up wrapped up some storylines nicely. <laughs> um, usually, characters get sent off to Degrassi to do the triangle without any explanation as to you know their 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 end outcome. Um, Particularly, I really liked how Zane and and um, and Riley ended. You know, it's not that they're going to the same college and and that they don't hate each other. So, I, even though it was short, I liked that that touch of a send off because at least there was one. Yeah, I agree with you, you, Bianca. I think they did a really good job of like closing up storylines. But I was kind of hoping for like a little bit of a moment at graduation when they're like you know standing all together and talking like they did with the last generation to leave on the next generation where they were all standing by the JT York memorial thing <laughs> and they had that like whole little conversation like it wasn't everybody just kind of had their own little moments and I was kind of hoping for like a cohesive moment with everybody but I mean I'm happy with the way that they've like left yeah I'm happy as well and and that's kind of why you know I'm like I'm definitely sad that we won't be seeing these characters anymore but you know i can feel like i can let them move on and it it's not too devastating or anything because they had such a good ending and it really feels like um you know we can picture where they are now and what they might be doing with their lives and uh, so did you guys like this ending uh, more than the like the graduation for the Last generation? Uh, I don't know about more. I mean, I was definitely more invested in the characters in the last generation. Um, I liked. I think the best graduation for me was when. Oh God, was when. Um, was when Paige and crew graduated. Uh, I thought they had a really nice. They wrapped up that end scene graduation like. In front of the school, half done in the air. I thought that was really, really well done. But um, this one was done really well too. Um, just with the whole um, graduation, and you know, I thought it was really well done. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's oh, interesting because, um, like, with with Paige and them after their graduation storyline, they were still regular cast members after that. They still had storylines. You know, they had the whole movie and everything. So it, it wasn't, I mean, it was the end of their, like, high school storylines, but it wasn't really the end of their time on Degrassi. I think that mm-hmm. um, I had more of, like, an emotional connection to the previous generation as well, and, uh, like, 
I remember, I'm pretty sure that I cried watching the season 7 finale when Emma and all them graduated, probably because of the JT mentions. <laughs> but um, this time it just seems more final because like we know that this is the end for these characters and they will not be back on Degrassi. Whereas before, like we didn't really know what was the ending, which is why a lot of the whole Bermuda Triangle thing happened because the writers really didn't know like if the storylines were over or if they were going to be brought back or anything. It was just kind of like... They just kept writing and writing, and there was no, like, definite ending, which I think has made this one slightly better. Yeah, definitely. I think that, like, I had different expectations from each graduation, because this graduation, I know that they're not coming back. The other one, I knew that they were, and I, I, with both of you, I was definitely more, like, emotionally uh, attached to the older characters, but I think that, like... I don't know. I feel like I didn't really like the new, the grade seven, the grade seven, season seven on. I didn't really like them at the beginning, but I've grown to really love them. And I, I don't know. I kind of, it feels weird that they're not going to be coming back to me. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I kind of like, it's, I'm glad that they're gone, but I kind of wish that like, you know, some of them would have had a little bit more airtime, you know, maybe they could find a way to bring them back for a couple episodes. I don't know. I know it it it, it sucks because you know we're like I feel like I just started becoming invested in, in some of these seniors that are graduating, um, and it sucks that that there's not going to be anything more because I mean I think they were all pretty very unique characters, um, and it's going to be hard to kind of like fill that void, um, and you know in upcoming seasons. I mean they're going to have to they're gonna, I mean not you know they have the new cast has to has some really big shoes to fill, um, because they're all, um, all those seniors were just, were just great, and you had their, their storylines, and we all became so invested in them, so. Yeah, Holly J and company, they were kind of like the in-between generation, because, unfortunately, you know, like you guys said, they were introduced in season seven as grade 10s, and, like, they didn't really get much in terms of their old their own storylines back then, because the focus was still on the previous uh, cast members, right? So it kind of took a while for them to start be getting good storylines and start becoming, like, the focus point of the show. And I think that that, you know, kind of hurt them in the long run. But now, now it seems that Degrassi really has the formula down. I mean, you know, we... They are introducing new grade nines um, with the new episodes next year, and it's just, they've kind of got it now, and, and they know that the focus is on Degrassi, and there isn't this kind of, like, ambiguity as to, like, which characters are going to be on the show and which aren't. It's kind of like, once they graduate, then they're not, they don't go to Degrassi anymore, and they're not on the show anymore, and it, it's kind of, I think, has served the show well in the long run. Alright, so perhaps we should kind of talk a bit about Season 11. We don't have that much time left, but um, I was thinking that we could just go through and kind of say what our favorite storylines are, at least favorite storylines from the season, our favorite characters and all that. Um, So let's just start with, how about we just go around and everybody say what your favorite storyline was from Season 11 and, um, and explain why you liked it so much. Okay. I know it's a hard question, but <laughs> because of, this is a toughie. Um, favorite, oh, 
I don't know. You can say more than one if you want. <laughs> um, well, definitely one of my favorites would probably be the, the cake storyline. Um, the cake slash Eli slash Claire storyline. Um, uh, that was re- really well done. Um, and the fact that Claire wasn't together at all this whole season was, was nice. Because it kind of, I think it'll just strengthen themselves in the long run. Because I think I'll still always be a Claire fan. Um, least favorite, not a shocker, the Kenna storyline. Um, I mean, it, it, it got pretty deep, you know, towards the middle of the season and, you know, with what happened to them. But, I mean, I still, I think no matter what happens or no matter how complex the storyline gets, I don't think I'll ever be a huge fan of them. Um, I'm glad that's done. Um, yeah, I think just with the top of my head, those were, those were my, my two favorite favorite. What about you, Ashley? Uh, I would probably have to say Holly J with her whole kidney stuff. Oh, geez, sorry, my dog is, like, freaking out right here. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know why I liked it so much, um, since I really didn't like Holly J when she came in, because I thought she was such a bitch. Um... But I think it was kind of nice to see, like, you know, uh, Holly J interacting with other characters. And it was it was a storyline that happened over a period of time that I didn't get sick of, like uh, Fiona with the alcoholism and all of that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just kind of like the storyline. Uh, least favorite? I have to agree with you. Uh, Bianca with Kenna. Don't really like them that much. Um, and I think the best part of their storyline was when uh, Baby Tyson falls off the uh, baby... Thing, changing table. <laughs> that was pretty funny, even though it wasn't supposed to be funny at all. <laughs> you just see like well, you, just see, um, no, you I just see like a potato sack laugh. fall onto the ground. <laughs> and well, all right then. Um, well, I'm gonna be the uh, odd one out here and say that my favorite storyline was the Kenneth storyline. Um, <laughs> I I know I'm majorly going against you guys. But uh, I just, I was so taken aback by their storyline this year because I had very low expectations for it, um, especially with everything that happened in the second half of of season 10. So, um, I mean, those two, like Lose Yourself Part 1 and Part 2, their main episodes, those are my favorite episodes this year. Like, I thought it was so interesting and... Yeah, I know you guys don't agree with me, but um, I just thought that they really, like, touched on some interesting, like, gender and and social issues with that storyline, and more, I think it was my favorite teen pregnancy storyline that I've ever seen. I know that that's saying a lot, because there are a lot of teen pregnancy storylines on TV nowadays, Mm -hmm. but... I feel like this storyline really helped me to understand what it's like to be a parent at 16 and all the things that you have to struggle with and, you know, everything from, like, not having enough money to your your relationships to, you know, not being able to go to school. Just everything was kind of encompassed in it and it had some very um, sweet moments. And ultimately, I'm happy with the, the decision that they made, but I was just so, like I said, it was a nice surprise because I I wasn't expecting it to be as good or as heartfelt and honest as it was. My least favorite storyline would have to, I mean, I sort of want to say Adam getting shot, 
<laughs> the finale. <laughs> I've already complained about that enough on the podcast this week. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna say Adam getting shot. That was my least favorite storyline. <laughs> uh, yeah, Drew becoming an ultimate fighter it wasn't wasn't interested in that so much. <laughs> And I think that's fair. I mean, you know, you become so invested in these characters, and like, you know, something happens, then you're like, no, like you, you're literally like, this is dumb. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, why do they have to do that? Because you know, we, we love these characters so much. Well, I'm not against like doing, um, having like death storylines or or shooting storylines, but just I think that they really need, there needs to be like some kind of purpose behind it, and it needs to like mean something and I just kind of felt like it didn't really mean much other than being able to show Drew as like a cool tough fighter and like <laughs> yeah. right yeah <laughs> so, also true that was my thoughts you guys have any um like honor- honorable mentions other storylines that you really loved this year uh, <laughs> I would mention probably the oh oh oh, oh the, the the Riley and even though it was like a one episode type thing Riley coming up to his mom and his mom finally accepting it. Um, you know, her saying that, oh, I thought it was just a phase. And he's like, no, mom, it's not. Like, this is me. Like, this is it. Um, that, I thought, I'm so glad that that finally got wrapped up because then, you know, they, they touched on it, you know, previously and, and how his mom just kind of wasn't receptive to it at all. Um, so I'm glad they, I'm, it's also like a, a wrapping up thing. I'm glad they wrapped that up too. Yeah, it was nice to see Riley get a happy ending. And also, it, it's kind of interesting that, like, the major couples on Degrassi never really end up together, but Riley and Zane are pretty much, like, as close as you could have come. Um, right. So that was good. I mean, I was disappointed that they didn't get more storylines this year, and I was sort of confused as to why they didn't. Like, I just... There's so much that they could have written for, you know, so it was a bit strange, but... Yeah, I mean, the, the few moments that they did have were very good. So I was happy about that, too. I also really loved the um, Anya storyline this year. Even though I'm not the biggest Anya and Owen fan, I thought that this was, like, Anya's season to shine, and, and she finally got, like, some really good material. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, Anya, you know... <laughs> I, you know, I gotta say that in the past couple of seasons, she's she's gotten, I think, more of the the storylines that are kind of crazy, kind of wacky, um, and I'm glad they kind of redeemed her in this in this in this season. Um, you know, I mean, the whole coke thing was interesting, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of shocked when she decided, you know, I'm gonna join up and join the army, um, and not go to college, I guess. I think it's showing it's showing everybody that there, there are other options, you know, outside of graduating high school. Um, but um, I mean, I, I was a really big I was a big fan of the of the Anya Owen relationship, so I'm glad that like that it didn't end badly and that they kind of like they just like they you know they kiss once and like you know that was it and they're going separate ways, you know that um, it it was touched upon and. They kind of close that chapter. Yeah, it was good because I feel like they finally got to the heart of 
Anya's character and the fact that her main issue ever since she was first introduced in season seven is that she's sort of like a follower. Like she doesn't really make her own decisions. She just kind of goes along with other people and she always has people are always like bossing around telling her what to do. I think that like the cocaine thing, even though perhaps it was shocking for somebody like Anya, I remember when um, like it was first mentioned that there would be a cocaine storyline on this podcast. We were like, well, obviously it's Bianca. (laughs) (laughs) We were all so sure it was going to be Bianca and it was, it was Anya. Um, But I think it still made sense for a character because it was kind of her way to rebel against, um, all these pressures that were on her and also it it was good too because it wasn't just one episode like it it lasted a while and it wasn't just like a one-time thing it was something that she struggled with for a long time which was nice because usually Degrassi you know when there's a drug storyline they have to have like the negative consequence all in the same episode but the good thing about the summer season is that they can kind of do it a bit more gradually which makes it more realistic I think So lastly, before um, before we leave, perhaps we should talk about um, the next episode, which is the Halloween episode. We don't really know much about it other than this like 15-second promo that um, Teen Nick put out. We know that it's supposed to be an hour-long special that airs in October, but um, are you guys looking forward to this episode, or are you more just disappointed that we have to probably wait until next year before the real episodes start up again. Yeah, I know. What is that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, actually, I don't really remember. I mean, they don't usually have a fall season, do they? Like, episodes or, or do, or do they? Well, like last year, oh, they do. last year they had, um, episodes start up again in October air weekly. Right. Yeah, yeah, weekly, weekly, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like a jet, almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, if, they're, if they're reducing episodes down, and, um, I mean, maybe they're just airing them later on, and, you know, until the next year, but, I mean, I'm not particularly looking forward to this one. Um, I saw the promo, and the promo looked okay, um, because, I mean, Jagrat has been known to make Halloween episodes, or I think they've done, like, a, I think they've done a webisode, a Halloween episode at one point. And it, it just ended up being real cheesy. I mean, I mean, it's extremely cheesy. Um, we're like, what's it, oh, his name was Derek, what is the focus of it? And, you know, um, I'm hoping that if they do do this, that they actually make it somewhat scary and not super cheesy like in the past. Yeah, I agree. I kind of just want the episode stare in like a couple weeks now. <laughs> That's what I'm used to. But, I mean,. I guess I'm looking forward to the Halloween special, but, I mean, it's weird because usually we're used to seeing, like, the Halloween specials in, like, three-minute minis, so it's going to be weird to see, like, an hour Mm -hmm. special, Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. Yeah, the the Degrassi Halloween specials, like you said, Bianca, they are really cheesy, and they're definitely not scary, and they're more just funny. but, I mean, I, I have enjoyed them. I didn't really like the 30-second webisodes last year, because that was, like, a rip-off, mm-hmm. <laughs> majorly. But um, the other Halloween specials, were, I thought, were pretty good. And, and this one might be okay, too. But, yeah, it's, you know, everyone's just kind of disappointed that 
it does look like we're going to be waiting until 2012 for like real new episodes to start up again. I mean, they're not even filming right now; like they're on hiatus. So, you know, I don't think they filmed very many of the new episodes yet. And um, it, it's weird because they they seem to have like a new filming schedule now that they have changed their format. I mm-hmm. guess. Well, and Highland Gardens too is filming there mm-hmm. right now. So maybe they're, like, just kind of trying to push things back with Grassy. I don't know. Yeah, it seems that way. So, I don't know. It's strange because um, they used to, like, always film their seasons as much in the summer as possible. And, I mean, it's easier that way, too, especially if you have cast members who are young in the summer. They don't need on-set tutoring and stuff like that, which is good. But, um... You know, now I guess because they have so many episodes to film, and also, like you said, Ashley, because they're also filming another show, they've kind of had to push it back, and um, and now it looks like they're going to be filming the second half, like October, November, December kind of time. So, that means we have to wait, but hopefully this little Halloween special will make the wait a little bit easier. Probably not, but we'll have to see. <laughs> All right, so, uh, oh, and uh, one more thing. We have to do our Canadian oh, yeah. Things segment. So, Ashley, <laughs> I don't exactly please know I'm introduce this segment for us. So, basically, uh, the last, I don't know, a couple podcasts ago, we started doing, like, our segment for um, Canadian Things, and we talked about cottages last time. So I think this time, since it's kind of the end of their season, I guess, um, we'll talk about Canada's Wonderland. And basically, um, if you're a Degrassi fan and if you're on Twitter or you follow their Twitters or any of that kind of stuff, um, you'll know what Wonderland is because a lot of the cast members go to Wonderland. And basically what Wonderland is, it's, it's like a theme park. Um, it's owned by like Cedar Fair or something like that, and they have like Snoopy characters. Uh, it's kind of like a Six Flags kind of type place and it's um I think it's like west of Toronto like it's really close to Toronto um so yeah (laughs) yeah I haven't been to Wonderland in forever but when I was younger I used to go all the time and like we'd go on like school trips there and everything it's just like this like huge like theme park and young people go there all the time yeah crazy roller coasters that I'm never I wasn't like a roller coaster person so I wasn't like the biggest Wonderland fan <laughs> but I definitely spent a lot of time <laughs> there when I was a teenager yeah I have a season's pass this year so me and my friends would go oh yeah nice. we'd go a couple times for like half a day because since I've gone for such a long time I used to be like 10 minutes away from Wonderland I used to go for, like, maybe an hour and go on a couple rides and leave, so going, like, a full day for me is so boring, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've already <laughs> been on that ride 20 times, I don't need to go on it. But yeah, and then they have, like, dive shows, they have Snoopy on Ice, me and my friend went to Snoopy on Ice, because it was really hot out, <laughs> and it's air-conditioned <laughs> in there. <laughs> so we went in, but we weren't, like, the oldest people there without kids, so that was fine, it was like... 40-year-old couple there. Um, and what else do they have? They have funnel cakes, which are really good. Mm, um, funnel cakes, best dessert in the world. They have, like, this sky drop thingy where you pay and they, like, drop you from the tower thing. 
I don't even know, like, what's the whole, like, interesting thing about Wonderland, because I think, like, American fans kind of feel like it's, like, this really cool thing. I don't know. What do you think, Bianca? (laughs) (laughs) No, well, I mean, I have to admit when I, like, you know, when I first started following, you know, the cast on Twitter and all this mention, especially last one where I feel like, you know, all this mention of of Wonderland, and I guess it's because, I think, one, it's the name, the name Wonderland, (laughs) it's just, like, you, you, you guys mentioned it in sentences like, like it's, you know, like it's, you know, every other thing, and, and to us, we're like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and um, so I think that that's the initial reaction, is that we don't know what it is at first, and then we realize what it is, and it's kind of like a Six Flags, and, you know, in the States, we have tons of Six Flags, you know, around the nation, so um, I'm actually on the Wonderland site right now, and it looks exactly like mm-hmm. Six Flags, like you guys have, um, you know, like, like, roller coasters, you know, um, you know, like in all those fun, like amusement park things. Um, but, but yeah, it's just the fact that, you know, everybody in the cast goes to, to Wonderland. Um, and the fact that we don't, that we don't initially know what exactly that is. So, you know, that was definitely the, mm-hmm. the appeal it, of it to me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, looking at it, you know, now that you've, that, that you've explained it, you know, it just seems like a regular, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, um, and yeah, it's the same thing. Like you know, we'll have like school trips, you know, to, to amusement parks like this. And um, I'm assuming it's it's close to yeah. Toronto, right? Like, no, nope. be that far away, and that you know, easily accessible. You know, we have one close to the city too, out in Jersey. That's like maybe like in 45 minutes from where I am. So you know, definitely know what it's like. Yeah, their biggest attraction is Drop Zone, one of the rides where basically, I've never been on it before because I would never go on it, but they like strap you, it's this huge tower kind of thing, and they strap you in, and you go all the way up, and it's like crazy high, like I don't even know how high, but it's like really high, and you go up, and then they drop you, and you like fall, (laughs) basically. (laughs) That was a really bad way of explaining it, but yeah, it's like It's a a drop drop tower. I think they call it drop tower now, because they've had, it used to be, yeah, it used to be owned by Paramount, and then uh, Cedar Fair, like, bought it, so now, like, the rides that are um, affiliated with, like, a Paramount movie had to be changed, so, like, Top Gun is now Flight Deck. I don't know. I still call. What? Yeah, I still call. <laughs> I still call. <laughs> I didn't know this. I still call them. You're blowing my mind right now. They changed the name of Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the rides. And uh, what's oh that God. one? You know the one that's near. Um, oh, what's it called? I don't know, but they call it Riptide now. You know the one where you flip and the water squirts up at you. And it's near. Uh, uh, probably it's near the cup, the spinning <laughs> teacups. Okay. Oh, was it? I don't. I'm not sure, but I, if I saw it, I would probably remember. Oh, cliffhanger! Yeah, they call yeah. it now. Oh, I went. On, oh, I went really? on that like a couple weeks ago, and I got soaked. What they do is you sit in these seats, and then they like flip you, and then water squirts up at you, so you get it like all up your nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's. Not- <laughs> it's- I was just saying, it doesn't sound appealing No, well, I mean, it's if, like, it's really hot out and you don't feel like getting, like, soaked because you can get off the ride and not be, like, mm-hmm. totally wet and everything like that. Like, your pants won't be all wet, just, like, your shirt and your face. <laughs> so that's good, but, like, oh, yeah, and then they also have the diving kind of trampolini shows, which uh, Monroe's mm-hmm. brother Thomas is in. 
So a lot of people who are Degrassi fans probably like go up to him and get pictures. Um, I've seen the show a couple times. I think he does it every year. But I've seen the show a couple times this summer, and it's pretty good. It's like they dive into this, like, I don't know if it's like a swamp or a lake. Anyways, they dive into this, like, really gross water. Um, and they do, like, trampoline jumps and stuff. I don't know. It doesn't really sound that interesting, but it's, like, it's weird. It's like, how can people actually do that? Like, they have to have so much upper body Yeah, it's like a circus type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember I saw, I think last summer, someone uploaded a YouTube video of, of Monroe doing, like, uh, not Monroe, his brother, doing the, the diving thing. And, you know, I mean, it looks pretty entertaining enough. But, you know, like, in Six Flags, you know, just to have a comparison, like, when they used to do these shows, I mean, I mean they were, like, straight up cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, really, I mean, nothing like, not like a Disney no. World production, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah. I can see that being, like, kind of weird. <laughs> and they have really cheesy music, too. <laughs> I can't, yeah, yeah, I can picture I can't remember it. what songs, but they're, like, songs that are from, like, 2000, and it's like, oh my god, I used to love this song! Right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's it for the podcast this week or this month I should say since it's been like a month since we've done a podcast mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I hope that everybody enjoyed listening to our sometimes random thoughts on the finale and on the summer season so far um, if you guys have any questions comments anything like that you can send us an email degrassytalks at gmail.com or you can tweet any one of us individually or you can tweet our Degrassi Talks Twitter which is at Degrassi Talks so Thank you guys for chatting this week. I hope that everybody enjoyed the finale more than I did. And, um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be back, you know, sometime soon. Hopefully sooner than 2012. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah. it seems like forever from now. But, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Worst ending ever. <laughs>